Welcome to Geological Shop Talk. In this podcast, we bring you roughly 12 to 15 minutes of practical clinical methods, perspectives, and advice that has its work boots on. In the next few minutes, you'll get a clinical gem of practical material that you can begin to investigate the next time that you'll walk into clinic. Additionally, visit the show notes page for supporting materials from this week's guest on Shop Talk. All right, roll up your sleeves. Let's get to work. Welcome, everyone, to our shop talk of the day, talking about the naging concept of the seasonal river tides, a really wonderful topic I hope to share with you. I'm Dr. Edward Neal, the director of the Apricot Grove Project. The Apricot Grove Project is an amazing community of healthcare workers, uh, scholars, artists, and others who are studying traditional sources of knowledge to retell our human story and evolve into a better way of living and being, especially in regard to our relationship to nature. And if this interests you at all, we'd love to have you join us. We have a new class starting in September, um, and we'd love to see you there if you're interested. By the way, I'm giving this as an audio talk today. Just so you know, I'm also recording it as a video presentation. So if you're interested in seeing that and reading some of the translations, uh, we'll give you a link to that. So what am I talking about when I talk about assessing the seasonal river tides? You probably have never heard of this in your training. When we learn pulse diagnosis through our TCM training, we are, in general, we're learning uh, information from the Pulse Classic, written by Wang Shuha in the Western Jin Dynasty, some centuries after the Neijing was written. Like the Shanghan Lun, um, this writing was influenced greatly by the Neijing, but to modern practitioners, that link is sometimes hard to see. Uh, when we've been working with the Neijing over the last 20 years doing classical text archaeology, retelling its story, one of the first things that came out was that what we refer to as the acupuncture channel system, which is now seen as a series of lines, mostly on the skin, but with internal trajectories, of course, was originally a beautiful description of the three-dimensional blood flow of the body. It was way ahead of its time, centuries and centuries and centuries ahead of what was known in the West. Very accurate, done through dissections and very careful investigations and so forth, highly detailed and highly accurate. When we start to make these analogies to rivers, we can pair them with the ideas of rivers and nature. So one of the main ideas of the Neijing is that everything comes from nature. Your body is nature, the woodlands is nature, rivers are nature, the tides of the ocean are nature. They're all run by the same patterns. So if there are rivers in nature, there should be rivers in the body, and they're formed by the same processes. That's why, for example, the clinical method we are now training people in is called Neijing nature-based medicine. It means we always start with nature, and healthcare is essentially restoring ecology. I often say we're not so much worried about treating symptoms and signs as restoring ecology. When we restore ecology, then symptoms and signs go away. In nature, the flow of rivers changes during the season, and hydrologists and other people that study rivers call this the tide of the river. 
So it'll rise and fall in the spring, summer, and winter. has different flow characteristics. We're not talking about the flow levels because in our blood vessels, those stay fairly uh, standard through the seasons. But the energy that moves within the rivers, we break the flow of the rivers of the body down into a chi component and a blood component. The blood component is the water level or the fluid level, the amount of fluid. Um, the chi means the amount of motion or energy of motion in the river. So, for example, when the Neijing says that the Xiaoyang river systems have less blood and more qi, it means they don't have very much fluid, but they have a lot of, a lot of energy. Therefore, be careful about draining the fluid or the blood because there's not much of it. So we use that in our clinical practice. So the energy of rivers changes throughout the season and it fluctuates with what's happening in the natural environment. By the way, these rivers run through watersheds. A watershed is an ecological area that is defined by the course of a major body of water. So the Colorado River forms the Colorado River watershed, and that's a whole ecology with its own kind of plant life and weather patterns and so forth. And in Neijing medicine, we learn six primary watersheds, and you probably know their name. They're Taiyin, Yangming, Xiaoyin, etc. And they have both upper and lower courses. So when we talk about Yangming in TCM, we're talking about the stomach channel, for example. But when we talk about it in terms of Neijing medicine, the original medicine, we're talking about a, a watershed ecology defined by the lower Yangming and upper Yangming river systems. When we're looking at patients in the clinic, we're not assessing their symptoms and signs as much as their watersheds. And acupuncture really was a type of traditional surgery that restored the watersheds of the body. That was the, the original meaning of acupuncture. Acupuncture points are part of that ecology, but it's not the primary focus. So if we're looking here at someone with a breast cancer, the way we're going to treat that is by evaluating the natural ecology of the area, trying to understand what went wrong so that a tumor formed there and how to restore that. So assessments of the seasonal river tides. What are we talking about? It would be similar to if you were asked to irrigate a farm and you show up and there was no water in the irrigation ditch, you wouldn't start irrigating. You'd start figuring out how can you fill up that ditch so you have something to work with. And it's the same for us. If we encounter that, we stop our treatment and usually we use food medicine to restore the river's flow over a period of weeks and months. Then we asked, does the river have stomach chi? And I'll talk about what that means. If it doesn't, then we'll often start by trying to repair the center direction so that it does have stomach chi. Stomach chi is a central force within the river that keeps everything connected. Without stomach chi, the forces that move through the river bounce around wildly and the person is not very healthy. The next thing we're going to ask is what are the seasonal tide qualities? What's What are we feeling in terms of the seasonal aspect in the pulse? And does it match what we're seeing in nature? And is the timing correct? Right in the center of the pulse, there's a force that is tying everything together. So 
we want to see some substantiality in the center direction of the pulse so that it's not thrown around wildly. When we see that pulse tides change, we want to see subtle changes within the direction of the stomach chi moving either up or down according to the seasons. If the stomach chi is not there, then when the springtime pulse comes and the energy starts to rise, it will rise wildly. When it starts to sink in winter, it'll sink too strongly. I'll read you a, something about the stomach chi first, and it comes from Suwen 18, which is one of the pulse chapters. It is through water and grains that human beings establish their root, how we make our root. Thus, when a person is cut off from water and grains, which means food, death will follow. So the rivers also are fed by your stomach. And so uh, if a person doesn't have enough flow in their rivers, that's why we treat them with food medicine. When the channel rivers lack stomach chi, the person will also die if they are sick. The so-called condition of lacking stomach chi means that the inherent influences of the zong organs are present within the rivers, but stomach chi is not. So there's no central organizing force that keeps things related. Instead, when the seasonal influences of the organs come into the pulse, they bounce around wildly and the person feels out of sorts and their health is not good. In the days of spring, the stirrings of the pulse should float like a fish swimming among the waves. So in spring, the energy is coming up from the inside, moving out to into the world. In the days of summer, the stirrings of the pulse should be suffused and replete like the fullness of the 10,000 things. This is the way the chi is moving within the river with the seasons. In the days of autumn, the stirrings of the pulse should reside just beneath the skin like the hibernating insects preparing to return to, into the earth. In the days of winter, the stirrings of the pulse should reside close to the bone, like hibernating insects sequestered deeply within, or the noblemen staying safe and warm in their rooms. So this is what we're talking about, the seasonal tides. Things change. The river flow is relatively constant in a person, but the way that she is moving within the rivers changes, and it should be changing exactly like the environment you're in. One of the things I enjoy about the seasonal river tides is that it ties me to nature more closely. So when I'm working in the clinic, one of the things that I need to do is paying attention to the world around me as I walk to the clinic or take my walk at lunch break. I'm looking at what's happening in the energy of plants. And so I'm looking to see when the energy is rising out of the root, when it starts to make a bud, when the bud opens, when it's shown fully to the outside, when it's taking its pause in long summer, when it's beginning to return back to its root, because that tells me if my patients are in sync with nature, because if the seasonal tides of their rivers are following what I'm observing, then the person is pretty healthy. A couple of things we use in assessing the pulse, we want to know its timing. We call that taiguo and buji. Taiguo meaning it comes too fast. That means say in early winter, before the springtime comes and you see a patient, all of a sudden they're showing a springtime tide, a, a, a bowstring pulse, for example, that's coming too early or vice versa. If you see in nature that summer is already beginning and in your patient, uh, springtime tides are just arriving, it means they're not synced up 
All right. So let's just talk about each of the, the seasonal tides to finish things up today. You often learn about what's called a wiry pole. What does that mean? One thing is we want to we want to be able to tie our entire practice and understanding to patterns of nature. So what is it in nature that would give something called a, a bowstring or wiry pulse? It occurs when the energy in the plants, which starts in the root and then in the springtime in February, things start to move up through the plant. And at some point, the plant has to push on the soil to pop through. And it's that pushing on the soil that creates the change in the seasonal pulse that we call wiry. And what's happening there is the plant's energy is accumulating up at the surface, and it's doing so to push the earth away so that it can come out into the world. How do I know when that should be happening in my patients? I look when I walk around in my neighborhood to what's happening in the plants. So when I see the buds start to form, but before they actually open, in that period, I should start to feel a oh, bowstring quality in the patient's rivers or their pulse. And what does it feel like? It feels like the energy is up on the top part of the pulse. It's gentle and harmonious. It's not strong and pounding like is often misattributed to this pulse quality. But there's an accumulation of energy just under the surface, and it should mirror exactly what's happening in the plants. It's called xian in Chinese. And Shen means a bowstring or the string of a musical instrument, like a qin. And it's, it's supposed to feel like what you felt like if you put your fingers gently on a guitar string and you felt kind of an edge on the top of it. It doesn't mean strong and poundy, though. That is a different um, kettle of fish. Here's some passages about this from the Neijing, also from Suwen 18. In springtime, when the rivers of the body have stomach qi, and there is also a slight bowstring quality, the condition is called balanced, a ping. And so we want to feel stomach qi, that central organizing factor, but we also want to feel this rising energy and this accumulation just under the top part of the pulse. And it's like the feeling of the musical instrument string. And it should happen just when those buds are opening. If it happens too soon, it's called taiguo, coming too fast. If it doesn't come in time, it's called buji, a buji pattern, not arriving in time. The yellow emperor said, in springtime, the flow of the channel rivers resembles a bowstring. How do they resemble a bowstring? And Shibo says, in springtime, the flow of the channel rivers is influenced by the liver organs the eastern direction, and the ascending patterns of growing wood. And here I say liver organs because we now know that what's called the western spleen was originally a left-sided liver, and that what we call the spleen in Chinese medicine originally referred to the pancreas. During this time, the 10,000 things emerge into the world. Thus, when the qi of the pulse arrives, it's lai. It should be soft, weak, light, empty, and smooth. It should resemble the emerging buds of plants growing straight up. Thus, its quality is called xian. Okay, what happens next in summertime? In summertime, everything comes out and expresses its creative beauty to the world in communion. That's the nature of summer. We take what's stored in our root, we bring it out through spring, and then we express it not only for ourselves, but for all other things to see, and, and we're showing our loveliness to the world. 
The seasonal quality is called go. It means hook, barb, or curved, and this refers to the shape of a hook. So in the summertime, what we want to feel is that there's that stomach chi, which is the central organizing pattern, but also now that the energy is coming out at you. And the, the shape of the hook means the shape of a wave, like at the ocean. And that means the energy comes at you very strong and then tails off weakly. In summertime, when the rivers of the body have stomach chi, the central organizing force, and there's also a slight hook-like quality, the condition is called balanced, ping. In summertime, the stirrings of the channel rivers resemble a hook. Why is this so? And Chibo says, in summertime, the flow of the channel rivers is influenced by the heart, the southern direction, and the terminal ascent of fire. During this time, the 10,000 things are flourishing and fully mature. Thus, the stirring of the chi arrives with vigor and departs with a diminished quality. Here they're talking about another quality we assess in pulse diagnosis. Called, we call it the Wong Lai, or the, the Lai Chu, means how does the pulse arrive and how does it depart? So in the spring and summertime, the energy is coming out at you, and we feel it on the front part of the pulse image. In autumn, it's weighted more to the rear part. So in summer, it's like a wave coming at you with lots of full energy um, in the shape of a hook. You could also call this a wave pulse, perhaps, but they called it a hook. And they're talking about this pattern of a wave where all the force is coming at you and we're coming out to express and then it tails away um, more weakly. Okay, in long summer, what is the pulse tide, the river tide? What is long summer? Long summer is the time after summer when summer's done its work and it's taking rest and everything is in pause before it turns back into the descent of autumn back to the root and into winter time. It's a lovely time when everything is just resting. I love this time myself because it's the rest after you've done the work and you can just enjoy the, the beauty of that and everything has a balanced quality. Good time to read a summertime book. The tide quality of this long summer is Renro, soft and delicate. And soft and delicate means like the down of a chick. And why is this pulse doesn't have much energy, doesn't um, express much, it's very moderate and slight. Why would that be? Well, in the center of the axle of a wheel, if the wheel is balanced, then there's very little going on in the axle. Um, so it doesn't have a very strong expression if the system is healthy. It just turns around that. So in the long summer, we want to feel the Renro quality, which is that everything is moderate and centered and at ease. In long summer, when the rivers of the body have stomach chi and there's a slight, soft, and delicate quality, the condition is called balanced ping. Okay, what's happening in autumn? We start to feel the air quicken and sharpen, and there's a little bit of a cold chill in the air at night. And if you're looking at the leaves of plants, what you see is that the energy starts to drop out of them while the expression of color is still in the leaves. So it's like the energy that's supporting the leaves drops down back to the root, but there's still something out on the top floating on the surface, which is in the leaf. And then we see the leaf turn its color and fall off. And then we know we're turning back into winter. 
So in autumn time, the seasonal tide quality is called fu, which means floating, and it's just like the, the leaves on the tree where you see the energy dropping out up, back down through the tree, but it's still out there on the periphery before it falls. Um, and when should this happen? I mean, you walk around your neighborhood and you see the leaves starting to turn, the energy is going back down into the tree, but there's still something in the leaf, then you should feel the fu seasonal river tide. In autumn, when the rivers of the body have stomach chi, that central moderating quality, and there's a slight feather-like quality, the condition is called balanced. In autumn, the stirrings of the channel rivers resemble something floating. Fu, why is this? And Chibo says, in autumn, the flow of the channel rivers is influenced by the lung organs, the western direction, and the descending pattern of molten metal. So when we talk about metal in the five element sense, they're not talking about the solid form of metal. They're talking about what happens when you heat up earth, for example. How do you separate earth from metal? You heat it, and what melts is metal. Um, and what bakes is earth. Um, when metal starts to flow, it acts like water and has that descending aspect that we associate with the metal direction motion. During this time, the, the 10,000 things begin to gather and complete their outer appearance. Thus, when the stirring of the chi arrives, it's lie, it is light and vacuous, and in this way has a floating quality. Because it arrives with slight tension, but departs in a dispersing manner, it is also called floating. Patterns that move against this create illness. So it's like something floating, just in the same way that you would see the energy in the leaf, but the, the energy that's supporting it drops away. All right, and our last one for the winter time is called shi, or the stone or the rock or tide quality. We want to see some moderating center direction energy in the pulse, but now a sinking and a condensing energy in the pulse. In wintertime, when the rivers of the body have stomach chi and there is a slight stone-like, a sure quality, the condition is called balanced, ping. In wintertime, the stirrings of the channel rivers resemble something stored away within the encampment of the body. Why is this? Chibo says, in wintertime, the pattern of the channel rivers is influenced by the kidney organs, the northern direction, and the descending pattern of water. Things are returning to their root, their private storage place to be regenerated, so a new breath can form in springtime. During this time, the 10,000 things converge and store their energy deep within the earth. Thus, when the stirring of the chi arrives, it's lie, it is sunken and closely bound. It is called encamped, or putting everything away in the camp. Patterns that move contrary to this mean illness patterns. So if it's wintertime and things are not stored deeply within, but floating way up on the waves, that's an illness pattern. And it, you can imagine it as the energy condenses something like a stone in a river forming deep and down and at the base. Okay, that's what I wanted to talk to you today about, and I hope that was interesting. I love this aspect of pulse diagnosis because it ties me to nature, and I love to take my walks at lunchtime and observe what's happening in the plants, and then go back to my work in the afternoon and feel it in my patients and make changes in their body to try and sync them up with that pattern of nature's breath. 
I wish you all a great day, and I hope to see you in the future sometime in our trainings or our community.